Panoply, Panorama, Panpipe, Pansy, Aha, Pansexual, Knowing No Boundaries of Sex or Gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855 AM digital and 3cr.org.au.
855 3CR, 855am, 3CR digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. First broadcasting noon through one every Sunday afternoon, Australian Eastern Standard Time. I'm Sally Goldner, your host for the show, and I use the pronouns she, her. 3CR broadcasts from the lands of the Kulin Nations and we pay respects to Elders past, present and emerging. Welcome any Aboriginal and or Torres Strait Islander people and First Nations people from all over the world and acknowledge that all the lands on this continent and surrounding smaller islands were stolen and never ceded. There's lots of ways to get in touch with the program today where I'll be talking about living in the present moment, which is not easy to do, but we can do it, and I'm going to explain what that's all about in a minute. Um, But if you want to get in touch with the show to talk about that, federal election, also going to raise an issue today about the who's, what's, why's, where's, why fors of a federal LGBTIQ commissioner um, as one of the series of issues that affects the LGBTIQA plus communities on uh, during this federal election, or one of the real issues, which I'll come back to in a second. So if you want to get in touch with the show and talk about these sorts of things, what are happening, um, out of the pan, 855 at gmail.com, SMS 61. 61- Four five six seven five one two one five. You can tweet at Sal Gold said so, and that's the bottom line. And look for posts on my page, Sally Golden AM on Facebook, and Out of the Pan Three CR eight five five AM Melbourne. And any opinions I express on the show are expressly my own and not those of any organisation with which I've been associated, past or present, or not necessarily. And of course, if you want to send me a postcard. Um, you can do that, P.O. Box 1277 Collingwood 3066. We believe in snail mail. We cover all forms. We're communication form diverse. Could be some low-level triggering stuff because we do need to touch on transphobia of the last week in um, hopefully a broad enough way. But so I'll just do a low to medium level warning. Um, if you need some support, you can contact QLife, which includes Switchboard in Victoria and Tasmania on 1800 184527 or the Rainbow Door on one 729 367 And we opened up today with a track from the latter part of the 80s, Harem Scarum and the Miracle Mile, and um, featuring Chris Marshall on lead vocals and very early Chris Wilson, the late, great Chris Wilson, indie uh, music legend here in Melbourne um, and Australia, so called Australia, um, on harmonica. Well, that leads into... Being in the present moment and walking miracle miles or calamitous 1.6 kilometres or something like that, because it's certainly been that week. Who'd have thunk that trans issues would have played a significant part in the first week of a federal election campaign um, in so-called Australia? Uh, Well, it did. Um, On Monday, whether... Who knows whether it was allegedly a professional wrestling premeditated question from a 2GB announcer um, on the issue of trans women in sport, and the week seemed to be dominated by it, which leads to my first thought. Um, I'll come to watch, I'll um, get it out of the way. Was it just a diversion tactic? This already seems to be, I'm going to call it the Seinfeld campaign. It's a campaign about nothing. Um, It just seems like there's a lot of talk, but are we really getting anything of substance? Um, Seinfeld once referred to as a show about nothing, um, if you're not into 90s culture. Um, But the thing that I really wanted to get off the bat first is that um, 
it would be very easy when we start seeing the sorts of ways trans issues were talked about, about this whole bogus issue in um, relation to sport, that you think, oh gosh, is this what we're going to have to endure for five weeks? And all of our feelings are triggered. Now, I'm not by any means a qualified psychologist, psychiatrist, trauma specialist, but I think with what I've learnt in the last 25 years personally and through my involvement in our communities, the trauma can come up easily. Um, when you look at what we've been, the trans community has, in particular has been through in the last six years or so, tack on safe schools, postal survey, here's a content note, Scott Morrison's gender whisperer comments of 2018, and unfortunately when so as far as I understand, Queer Space are not doing a rerun of those T-shirts, which one of which I have, which says Gender Whisperer, and loving it. The thing is, all of the things we've endured, um, the religious discrimination, build debate, it would be easy to you know, just sort of have that trauma triggered. I use the analogy of a, a furnace that keeps burning. Sometimes it's just smouldering, but it only takes one match and it lights up again. But we don't have to have it lit up. I'd be the first to admit that back in February when we had the religious discrimination bill debate, certainly all my trauma came back up. Oh, here we go again. Are we going to be thrown under the bus? Are we the wedge tactic? Is what Bob Down once said. And it was, and it was exhausting. I will say very wonderfully that what um, moved me out of that and moved me to a better place longer term was the next day listening to the Grace Tame and Brittany Higgins press conference and I got to thinking if they can, you know, sort of speak up as calmly and assertively, yes, with vulnerability and often, you know, with to some extent bringing up that trauma again. And I know Grace Thames had some uh, mental health struggles since then and my full um, good vibes to you, Grace, um, as someone with an ongoing mental health situation being cyclothymia. Um, I thought if they can speak up with courage and strength and power through as best as they can, I can too. So we have that choice. And in terms of the furnace analogy, when things are going a bit better, sometimes we can find a fire hose, if we like, and put out the, the furnace a bit so it doesn't flare up or, it do, or it's harder for it to flare up. And I feel this week that whilst, yes, the debate that emerged in the first part of the week was disgusting, there's a few things that need to be said. Congratulations to Dr. Eve's Re Eve Rees, part a past guest on the show, I hasten to add, um, who did wonderfully on the project this week. Check out um, the clip on Ten Play or the social media websites and all that sort of thing for the project. Absolutely awesome, um, you know, sort of the way they handled it. So really well done to Eve and. Um, Check out the 5th of September show last year for my conversation with Eve about other things. Um, and, you know, there was one person standing up, many, many others. And declaring my interest here, um, I am doing some occasional voluntary work for Just Equal Australia, the not-for-profit membership-based national LGBTIQ advocacy group, and combining with um, long-time legend Rodney Croom wrote up a media release. And I had a per and um, was quite, you know, I'm not wanting to be self-indulgent. I want to quote um, some of the words that I put in it um, that, um, and the reason why I want to um, sort of to quote that is um, someone contacted me and said, um, 
It's time to, I said, it's time to recognise there's nothing brave about attacking trans people. That courage instead lies in addressing the real problems we faced. And a trans person wrote to me and thanked me for that. Now, that's what we can do. We don't have to go back into that trauma. And therefore, it's been really interesting in the latter part of the week to see some of the turnaround. There's now discussion of the candidate for Warringah, Catherine Deves, being disendorsed. Now, whether it will happen or not, I don't know. Um, In the last 48 hours or so, New South Wales Liberal State Minister uh, Matt McKeon has put out a call for her to be disendorsed or unendorsed or whatever you want to call it. And who'd have thought that would have happened five years ago, that someone would have stood up for trans people? Now, some people, Matt Keen, I should say, K-E-A-N, um, and, um, you know, some people will say, well, he's the New South, you know, New South Wales Treasury Minister for Energy, but he's part of the moderate faction and could say it's factionalism. But um, the thing is um, that um, um, with uh, Matt that, um, you know, he's at least stood up for trans people. That, who'd have thought that would have happened? So, um, of course, we can never switch off, unfortunately. I wish um, we could, um, you know, sort of, you know, put our feet up on a um, an island somewhere and have um, spunky people of the gender or genders of our choice rub suntan cream into our back when we're doing social justice and human rights, but we know that might not just be happening yet. But the thing is, we can move past where we've been. We are moving past it. Um, and whether Catherine Deves, the Liberal candidate for Ringer, is disendorsed and another one's found by Friday close of business, which is when candidates have to um, be locked in for each um, House of Representatives seat and state and territory in the Senate, I don't know. But I just know that um, we don't have to take no nonsense from nobody. That's the polite version of what Billy Joel used to say at the end of his concerts. If you want me to um, message you with the exact version, um, you can do so. So we can walk miracle miles. We can walk, um, as I say, um, calamitous kilometres and come through it. And we can be, um, to quote Midnight Oil, this this version of this song from there, um, Armistice Day um, live at the Domain concert from 2017. We can be only the strong. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR on demand, out of the pan with Sally.
Are you ready to vote? The federal election is on real soon. If you've recently turned 18, you have to enroll to vote before 8pm today. If you've changed your name or address since the last time you voted, you have to change your details. To enroll, you'll need proof of ID. That is a driver's licence or a passport or someone who is already on the electoral roll who can confirm who you are. If you haven't enrolled before, enroll now and you won't be fined for not voting in the past. You can enrol or change your details on the internet at aec.gov.au or pick up an enrolment form at any Australian Electoral Commission office and return it to the AEC before 8pm today. It's our vote and our future. Authorised by the Electoral Commissioner Canberra. A 3CR supporter. Join us on May 1st, the International Day of the Working Classes. We're mobilising for workers' rights, decent living conditions, environmental protection, the rights of Indigenous peoples and in opposition to imperialist war and aggression. There'll be speakers, stalls, food and community singing from midday on Sunday, May 1st at Trades Hall on the corner of Ligon and Victoria Street, Carlton. Then march around the city, assembling from 1.30pm. And leading up to the day, don't forget April 28th from 5pm, the annual eight-hour memorial event opposite Trades Hall. Followed by a 6pm solidarity event, good food, entertainment and speakers. Help us hold the worst federal government in living memory to account. For more information, visit maydayvictoria.com. The Melbourne Mayday Committee is a 3CR supporter. Three CR eight five five AM, three CR digital, three CR dot org dot AU, three CR on demand, out of the pan with Sally. First broadcasting noon through one every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. Well, actually, not every Sunday afternoon. Be here next week, but on May the first, three um, CR suspending um, usual programming because we will have a live broadcast from the May Day March. So I'll I'll be having a sleep in that day, or perhaps. Um, if I'm feeling energised, I'll get down there on my little 
Tootsies and um, join them. So, yes, um, not quite every week. Let's just clarify that one. Um, and please, um, if you want to vote, um, as um, we heard there, there's the opinion on that message that it was the worst federal government in Australian history. Um, it's certainly um, doing its best um, to um, live up to that moniker, the Seinfeld government, a government about nothing. Uh, I'm sticking with that. I like that. A um, couple of messages in from our awesome correspondents. The fabulous Mel's um, says this morning on Insiders they discussed the issue of trans women in sport at length and Catherine Deves and um, they might added words there and Catherine Samantha Maiden said it was factional. Yeah, I'd probably, there is a part of that. And Mel goes on to say, quote, yet again, Tim Wilson stays silent. Well, um, Tim Wilson was tweeting about human rights during the week. I said, what about standing up for trans human rights on Twitter? I'm, maybe I was approaching a Libra full moon or something and I was howling. Um, I didn't get a response. Funny about that. Tim probably thinks I'm a militant and I should smile more or something. I don't know. Wombat, one of our other awesome um, correspondents, has also messaged in with a very detailed one. Um, and um, I'll read this out verbatim first. And say, hey, Sally, great show again, and what a topic to start on. This federal election, I, Wombat, am actively supporting an independent in the seat of Monash. I didn't want to support the ALP as they had their time to give us marriage equality, but also don't want to see Mr Broadbent, that's um, cutting in for it to the quote for a second, Mr Russell Broadbent, the Liberal member for Monash, as our local member. I'm still hurt that when the majority in our community in his seat said we support marriage equality rather than voting for what the majority wanted, he voted no. He didn't listen to us locals, so he doesn't deserve to be our local member. Let's hope we see more positive voices on LGBTIQA plus topics in the next few weeks of the elections. Lucky this rubbish from Mr Morrison and his New South Wales candidate happened to early campaign and can be drowned out. Though I'd love to see some Victorian Liberal candidates stand up and express views like the New South Wales State Treasurer. Well, there's a fair bit to unpack there. Um, yep, Russell Broadbent, only one of four people in the House of Representatives who ended up voting no in 2017 for marriage equality. Scott Morrison and Bob Catter were two of the others, and I can't remember who the fourth was, and probably who cares. Um, look, you know, look, I suppose he stood up for what he believed in, but as you say, he has to listen to his community. Gee, members of, a, members of an electorate listening to um, their constituents as part of democracy. Yeah, what a tongue-in-cheek, what a novel concept. Um, and um, look, this is a real issue, and I'm going to... Um, you know, sort of talk um, of you know this is a good way on your comment about the ALP not giving us marriage equality. Well, no, they didn't, um, and you know the fact that they didn't do enough for us um, on that issue. Although they did do other things, to be fair, it's from two thousand seven to thirteen, federal anti discrimination law, passports to be more affirming of trans and gender diverse gender identity, sex and gender guidelines, to name a few, LGBTI ageing and aged care strategy. So they did do some things and they didn't go back to this old idea of we'll do one LGBTI issue each term and do the tick box approach. Um, but um, yes, they could have moved on marriage equality and knocked it over and they had, you know, there were probably enough numbers in the Senate with Greens and other cross branches. Certainly we need more positive voices on LGBTIQA plus topics, which is why I'm going to launch into this um, issue in a second of an LGBTIQ commissioner. And then we will go to our today's Pacific X podcast episode. And um, I'd also like to see some Victorian Liberals stand up. Um, another Midnight Oil song, originally from the 10987654321 album, along with Only the Strong. 
um, that was the live version, um, was short memory. Well, I have a long memory. And I remember 2016 in the Victorian State Parliament and the comments of two um, Liberal um, parliamentarians in particular, Louise Staley in the lower house, Bernie Finn in the upper house. And Bernie Finn was the only Liberal in the upper house in 2019 when the bill was all you know, totally certain to go through, who spoke, spoke up for the Liberals. And I think the small L Liberals, in the Liberal Party at a state level in Victoria could do more. It's not good enough for Matthew Guy to say he won't wind back conversion therapy legislation. Come on, Matthew, give a commitment prior to the state election that you will not wind back the Victorian birth certificate laws. And more to the point, that you'll actually support um, an upgrade to the, um, you know, the um, top class Tasmanian laws, which are even better. Um, and you know, with, you know, without all the scaremongering and fearmongering, and I think that yes, I'd agree with with your viewpoint there. If any people from the Liberal Party want to um, comment on that, let us know. We're in election broadcasting um, sort of mode, so you know, if I if a Liberal Party person wants to come on, um, they have that right. But um, also, then I'd have to give equal time, of course, or over the station we have to give um, Labor part. Um, Labor um, some viewpoints as well. Mel's chipped in again. Um, panelists also said this candidate interviews were pre-selected by Scott Morrison to appeal to Liberal voters and their views in the outer suburbs. It was all well organised. Um, yeah, well, you know, sort of this seems to be the thing that perhaps Scott Morrison is try- just trying to shore up a core vote rather than perhaps try to get too many more. Maybe he's thrown in the towel, or, or even though he would never never say that and would never appear to be doing that. Who knows? Um, but I think it's, you know, I don't think, I think on balance, you know, the sort of trans views and, and candidates who support those views, it's at best, it's a, it's a net nothing, a break even, but it could cost them votes. And particularly in these sort of, as they're being called, teal seats where the independents are running. And there was one report I read in media this morning where whilst it may not affect Warringah, which apparently could be close to a lost cause, it may drag down the vote in seats like North Sydney held by Trent Zimmerman and others. Um, Mel also wishes everyone happy Easter and currently on break from lunch. Yes, happy Festivus, to quote um, Seinfeld yet again. I don't know, I'm going to call this the Seinfeld show today. Um, and um, Mel's also said there are not enough voters under 30. A high percentage of voters under 30 still not enrolled to vote. Yes, as per our message, um, please get on to that by close of business tomorrow. Now, very quickly before we launch into the Pacific X podcast, wanted to talk today about one issue, and there's a whole mountain of stuff that, you know, if we were the benign dictators, um, queer and allies afterwards, what would we like? Well, one thing that needs to happen is an LGBTIQ commissioner, um, we'll say in broad brushstroke terms, based on the overall success of what's happened here in Victoria. But having had that position now for around, coming up for seven years, um, what could we learn that could make it better? Well, we've seen that when, um, you know, that just because someone's part of LGBTIQ communities, they're not immune from party political pressures. Um, and as much as I had a lot of time for Roe Allen and still do, Roe was still a Labor person. And of course, we've seen Tim Wilson at the federal level. Um, he might be an openly gay man, but we saw what he did and didn't do in terms of the Australian Human Rights Commission. He wrote a report that told us what we already know. Well, to quote The Rock prior to No Way Out 2003, whoop-dee-doo, Hogan. Well, um, therefore, the first thing I want to say about a commissioner is it must be a statutory appointment. 
and therefore be um, properly recruited and advertised and not just be a political mate's job because both Liberal and Labor could do that. And I've got some, I'll just say that I might have some inside goss to that effect. Um, Also, um, it needs to be not just um, a proper recruitment process. There needs to be LGBTIQA plus community involvement from the moment um, the position is created, you know, right from the start, creating the position, outlining the details, recruiting, in job interviewing, the whole thing, the job description. I don't want a, and I'm going to use this phrase and I don't like it that using that often, a rich, cisgender, monosexual person who's stuck in assimilationism and other things. I've uh, got to move on from that. And, you know, I, this is why um, you know, I'm very, I've, you know, heard Todd Fernando, the now LGBTIQ commissioner in Victoria, speak, and he seems to be um, you know, far you know, more really standing up for the proverbial underdogs and steering clear of um, political pressures. And I think that's really, really welcome. Um, so um, definitely that's something we need. And so, yeah, it needs the devil will be in the detail on this. I think overall it's a good idea, but I'd love your thoughts and how we make sure that we don't let any political um, puppet of any political leaning uh, make just get the job and therefore the position becomes um, a pervert, sort of toothless tiger, so to speak. Um, um, a bit like Richmond late, late yesterday against Adelaide for a lot of the game. Um, whoops, yeah, that was a football reference. And Mel's um, popped in again. A great to hear from prominent journalist Patricia Carvellis and her support on this issue with an interview yesterday over on Joy, well, I might see if I can track that one down. All right, um, welcome your thoughts, as I say, um, on this issue. And um, again, also let me know of other priority areas. Um, And also just wanted to come back to Wombat's comment on independence, whether they're the voices for or other independents. Yeah, there's a lot of movement for it. And I had a bit of a hot tip during the week that um, whilst I will say very clearly gamble responsibly, um, and gambling and betting are not things that I really want to encourage to any large degree, of course, so long as it's been done safely. That is the real issue. But I would say that what I heard is that sports bet were running a bet that at least three voices for candidates will be elected, and they've now closed the betting, that particular bet. Ooh. Um, so there's my, um, well, pun intended, hot tip. Um so that would be very, very interesting. I'm not still not going to predict the election. I don't, I don't even know if I would on the May the 16th, which is my, um, uh, is that right? The 15th, sorry, which will be my last show before the election. So all happening. Anyway, let's have a listen now to the Fab Crew from Pacific X. And uh, this is the second episode of their podcast. And um, we're giving it another um, run on the show because there was a bit of a technical hitch last week they happen it's live to air radio people of all genders so let's um give this a whirl and see if it's all going to work and um hopefully this week it will and still having a technical hitch at my end now um just see if it will come up um here we go Talofalava, Malo Elele, Kiorana, Fakalofalahiatu, Kiora, 
Peace I Bolivinaka, Aloha, Womenjeka, and Hello. We are PX Fano, a Pacifica LGBTIQ podcast created during the COVID 19 pandemic as a voice for our community, informing and promoting good health and keeping our rainbow Fano safe from COVID. This is presented by the Pacific X Collective and produced on Wurundjeri land in the studios of 3CR in Nam, Melbourne. Malolele, my name is Maki and I'm your host on PX Fano. I'm excited to have our next guest who is a very, very dear friend of mine. I've seen her go through her highs and lows but come out stronger. They will tell us about their experience of navigating the small business through COVID. Hey sis, thank you so much for taking some time out of your busy schedule. If you can just let our listeners know a little bit about you. Hey sis, my name is Nuafe Malupo. My pronouns are she, he, they, and I'm of Tongan descent from Auckland, New Zealand. During the whole of 2020, like we just didn't know what was going to happen like the next week and the restrictions kept changing cases were like fluctuating it was really nerve-wracking to be in business during that time and especially because my business is really driven on like events weddings birthdays and everyone kept cancelling like it became so normal for people to cancel and and then refunds we just didn't know what was going to happen in the future there was a point where I got scared that I'll catch COVID and I was dreading it. I think everyone was. So I'm grateful for COVID because it helped me slow down with all my social activities and all my other commitments. Like I got to focus a lot of my energy into me and like figuring out what I want to do in the future. So yeah, I think my advice would be just enjoy through it. Like it's going to be hard, but being in business is never going to be easy. And if you can survive through COVID, like, it's, you know, testament to a successful future. Milo sis, thank you so much for sharing your journey with us on navigating the small business through COVID from your perspective. Where can our listeners find you? You can find me on Instagram. My Instagram is Nuafe. It's N-I-U-A-F-E. And yeah, flip me a message, even if you want to chat, meet up, have fun, or get some cake. If you know me, then you will know mental health is extremely important to me. If you need to talk to someone, talk to a stranger. QLife is an Australian-wide anonymous LGBTQIA plus peer support and referral for people wanting to talk about a range of issues, including sexuality, identity, gender, bodies, feelings, relationships, or you just want to talk. Contact QLife on 1800 184 527 or visit their website on qlife.org.au for more information. Furthermore, for information on COVID-19 financial support for small business, go to business.gov.au and choose Victoria from the drop-down list to get more information on COVID-19 disaster payment and jobs of Victoria. Eligibility criteria applies. Malo Lele, this is Nuafe, and you're listening to PX Fano Podcast. You've been listening to PX Fano with the Pacific X Collective, speaking about keeping COVID safe and what that means to the Pacifica LGBTIQA plus community. For more of the latest information about COVID, go to www.health.gov.au. 
Listen and download our episodes from 3cr.org.au forward slash And to find out more about who we are, go to pacificx.com. PX Fano would like to thank the Victorian Government Multicultural Communications Outreach Program for their financial support and the Community Radio Network for getting the program out to you. Our theme music is produced and performed by Dina Ely. Catch us again next week on Out of the Pan on 3CR Community Radio, 8.55am.
நீங்கள் வாக்களிப்பதற்கு தயாரா பெடரல் தேர்தல் அறிவிக்கப்பட்டுவிட்டது நீங்கள் சமீபத்தில் உங்கள் பெயர் அல்லது முகவரியை மாற்றியிருந்தால் பதினெட்டு வயதை எட்டியிருந்தால் அல்லது ஆஸ்திரேலிய குடியுரிமை பெற்றிருந்தால் வாக்காளர் பட்டியலில் உங்களது விவரங்களில் தேவையான மாற்றங்களை கட்டாயம் செய்ய வேண்டும் அல்லது வாக்காளர் பட்டியலில் திங்கட்கிழமை இரவு எட்டு மணிக்கு முன் பதிவு செய்யுங்கள் ஏஇசிக்கு செல்லுங்கள் அல்லது தேர்தல் ஆணையத்தின் அலுவலகம் ஒன்றிற்கு சென்று வாக்காளர் பட்டியலில் பதிவு செய்வதற்கான படிவத்தை பெற்று அதை நிரப்பி திங்கட்கிழமை இரவு எட்டு மணிக்கு முன் தேர்தல் ஆணையத்திடம் சமர்ப்பியுங்கள் உங்கள் வாக்கு ஆஸ்திரேலியாவை வடிவமைப்பதற்கு உதவும் கன்பராவில் உள்ள தேர்தல் ஆணையாளரால் அங்கீகரிக்கப்பட்டது Trans Family is a not-for-profit organization providing a peer support group for loved ones including parents, siblings, extended family and friends of a trans and gender diverse person. Trans Family runs discussion groups in person and online. We offer a safe space to share your experiences, ask any questions regarding your situation and provide peer support. We are especially keen to hear from loved ones in regional and rural Victoria. Donations to Trans Family are tax deductible. For more information, visit transfamily.org.au or look for us on Facebook. Trans Family is a 3CR supporter. Three CR eight five five AM three CR digital three CR dot org dot au three CR on demand out of the pan with Sally first broadcasting noon through one every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company, and um, if you're listening on repeat podcast or on demand, hello to you. Um, just as well, with some radio stations uh, have um, uh, webcams of the presenter in the studio. There's been some pretty daggy dancing and air guitars today, so just as well it doesn't happen on 3CR. Trans Family is next Saturday. We've um, had to shuffle around a bit with all the various public holidays this month, so um, check out our website at transfamily.org and get in touch, declaring my interest as a committee member of Trans Family. Uh, Mel's popped in. Scott Morrison attending a synagogue with Josh Frydenberg on the front cover of the picture thereof on the week front cover of the Weekend Australian. Does this, in your opinion, really influence Jewish voters? I don't think so. Um, you know, I think um, <laughs> that I, I, I don't know, I get the impression that people are fed up with cunning stunts. Careful how one says that. Um, hello to the late Professor Spooner. And um, I don't really think it makes a difference. <clears throat> and, you know, there are some people um, who might see that as a negative. I hope not, but... I don't really think it makes much of a difference. So I think that people want some, a screaming for substantive policy and the fact that the votes, um, the primary votes of the two larger parties seem to have eroded, maybe that speaks to that. So they'd be get, better get themselves, themselves quacking and fix some issues. Um, all right. Um, wonderful to hear from the crew from Pacific X, um, getting a diverse range of voices, talking about how they got through the COVID situation, which of course is not completely over. We're still running at around 10,000 new cases a day. There's um, around 50,000 active, which I thought it might even be a bit higher than that, um, you know, because if people, you know, have it for a week, but maybe we're just, um, maybe that's just a trick of the math. 
But please <clears throat> exercise your own precautions out there in relation to the COVID situation. <coughs> Sorry, a frog. Um, it hopped into the studio and it's hopped out again. Um, so coming back to our topics throughout the day, I mean, yes, it's not easy to get past the trauma when you have been, you know, sort of violated in any way, directly or indirectly, but um, there's lots of ways you can do it. It's about finding the ways that work for you. For some people, it's exercise, which helps shift energy, body work, sex work, um, are things that um, can do that as well. Um, for some, it's counselling. For some, it's personal development. Um you know, sort of finding old cushions, um, hitting them, pretending your most your most your least liked politician has their face on the cushions. Um, in my best Doctor Phil voice, and which shows I'm definitely, uh, which um, with tongue in cheek, um, you must release your anger or something like that. But seriously, it can be done, and I really want to put across the message again that I do feel we are moving forward. Um, now the whole trans in sport issue, I um, got a message this morning. It's a really good article, um, and it's a blog by um, Chris, that's Stevenson, um, and the spelling of that is C-H-R-Y-S-S-T-E-V-E-N-S-O-N.com. Um, I'll put the link to this in the link to the podcast today. Gladly, the cross-eyed bear is what um, the blog is called, Assorted Rants on Religion, Politics and Skeptical Issues. And it breaks down the nonsense spouted by Catherine Deves, which I'm not going to repeat. Um, if you do read this, perhaps have your supports ready and boost boost yourself. But um, one thing that I um, on this blog post, um, which it does mention, is... Um, there has been a systemic review of the literature in relation to um, sports participation and competitive sport policies. And um, this was why this was done, because there hadn't been one um, before. And the conclusion, as per this article, which is on a website, which I'll also link to, ncbli.nlm.nih.gov, which um, comes from the National Library of Medicine, in the US, here's the conclusion, quote, unquote. Currently, there is no direct or consistent research suggesting transgender female individuals or male individuals have an athletic advantage at any stage of their transition, e.g. cross-sex hormones, gender-confirming surgery, and therefore competitive sport policies that place restrictions on transgender people need to be considered and potentially revised. So, a major independent um, you know, sort of body, the National Library of Medicine, um, which um, published this article and four researchers therein. Now, they wouldn't publish it if it was biased either way. So there you go. And I think it's just time that we really um, you know, knocked this whole sports debate, um, well, kicked it for six, kicked it out of bounds on the full, um, you call it whatever your sporting analogy you want, um, or sports entertainment, throw it over the top rope onto that horrid concrete below, to quote um, Gorilla Monsoon, great wrestling commentator. See, there's a wrestling reference for you. Um, don't think you'll ever get away without one. And um, well, we've had two today because we mentioned The Rock. And um, seriously, enough is enough. Move on. Let's talk about the real trans issues. Inclusive healthcare generalist and specialist, um, for example. Um, you know, one thing that would be useful for the government to do is to get a group of trans people together to develop best practice guidelines for 
legal and day-to-day recognition of gender identity. Um, you know, and then we could get them implemented uniformly across all states and territories in terms of birth certificate laws. And whilst there aren't national birth certificate laws, have similar where laws collect gender at a federal level. We've got some work on this. The federal sex and gender guidelines that I mentioned earlier are there, but they've fallen a little behind, gathered a bit of dust and could be updated, which there was some move to do in the last few years and then it fell off the table a bit. Um, don't want to whisper too loud, hey, Scott. Um, anyway, so um, lots that we could do there. There's just a few things on trans issues. Um, so interesting to see what happens. But, um, yeah, long distance to travel in this campaign. Uh, where are we? We're still another 34 days to go. Um, so what will happen? A bit quiet over Easter um, with a sort of uh, somewhat of a truce as people have a break. Um, how nice, or Passover or Festivus, um, continuing our Seinfeld theme for the day. And um, lots of things coming up in the community. As I mentioned, tra- um, what the Grassroots Trans Family um, is um, on this Saturday, just as a one-off this month on the fourth Saturday, um, usually now the third. Alphabet Soup, though, is on Have a Bowl of Alphabet Soup this Tuesday in Melbourne's Inner North. Um, not sure if Spectrum's still running, so I didn't check that. Uh, Bent TV, of course, always on Friday nights on Channel 31, yay for community media, and um, the Transpire, the Trans Anxiety Group for Trans and Gender Diverse People this Saturday, and next Sunday, the 24th, it should be, um, is The Shed for Trans Men um, here in um, central so-called Melbourne. So there's lots of support out there for trans people. Um, don't have to do it alone. I think, there, as I say, there is a huge um, increase in support for us. There's more allyship um, out there as well. And I think that, you know, yes, we're going to, as I said, we all, we'll never be able to pack up and lie on a, um, a tropical island somewhere if, um, if you can handle tropical heat. Um, but I think that um, we've just got to keep pushing. And I don't, I feel cautiously optimistic that if we do that, we can um, get a fair outcome. Um, So next week on the show, I will be having a chat with a wonderful um, guest, to use our favourite word, and um, it's going to be a little on the artistic side because um, my guest will be um, someone who is um, uh, a musician, Cassie Judy, um, we'll be on next week. And then, as I say, no um, show for me on May Day um, because that's Sunday, May the 1st, and uh, we've got a special broadcast on 3CR. So I'd better get out of here and make way for Freedom of Species, um, who are up next, and Rotations at 2 and Queering the Air at 3, the all next three programs. Um, thanks to all our awesome correspondents for coming in today, um, Wombat and Mel, and I'm Sally Goldner take it out today with I think a very appropriate track um, before I close off and that's Jade um, Jade Star and Dread Circus and a track for all the trans people so beautiful thanks for tuning into Out of the Pan I'm Sally Goldner catch you next week
You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.